is the Go Blue Crew. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 122 of the Go Blue Crew. I am Tyler Fenwick, joined by Derek Devine. Before we get into uh, the Big Ten's announcement today, uh, which is Thursday, Derek, how are you doing? That's a great question, and I would like to answer it. But first, okay. how are you doing? You, you introduced yourself wrong. You will now be referred to as the recently engaged Tyler Fenwick. Congratulations. The recently buddy. engaged me. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I, yeah, I got engaged uh, three days ago. and This is Thursday you know, night, by the way. And, and, and I'm just... Uh, now I'm just I'm just living my best life as an engaged man now. Yep, you're a little bit more professional in your relationship. And, That's uh, exactly how it feels. It feels like I was previously uh, in the D League, and then I got an NBA contract, and and now I'm playing uh, for the for the Miami Heat. You know, it feels like I'm I'm up there. I finally did it. And and are you LeBron or is she LeBron? And then the other, I'm assuming it'd be Dwayne Wade. Uh, she's a Chris Bosh type okay. and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm D Wade so for no particular you, reason. I don't know. Neither of you are LeBron humble, very humble Chris Bosh type. That was a very important piece of that team. Yeah. It's a shame that he had the heart problems. It is. This is not a Miami heat podcast. <laughs> it is not, but it is an engagement podcast at yeah. least for the first two minutes because yeah. that's awesome. We're happy yeah, for it. Well. Yeah, round of applause. Round of applause from the audience. Uh huh. I'll, I'll try to bake a bake an applause into their post post pro. That's wow. post production. Uh, that's how we call it in the biz, anyway. That would be harder than we've worked all off quarantine if you if you pulled that off. It might take a few minutes, but I'm sure I could give it a shot at least. Good stuff. So the Big Ten today Thursday announced it will be going to a conference only season for all fall sports which of course uh, includes football. And that's if a season happens at all, which is always like the asterisk at the end of anything we talk about football related. You know, if the season happens, Big Ten will be a conference only season. Uh, what what was your reaction to that? Happy that they're talking about playing a football season or is this like a, is this sliding in the direction of not having a season at all? You know, I feel like this was, great news um and it might not be you know what happens obviously um they have plenty of stuff that they've included in the statement uh, and everyone kind of knows that because of these unprecedented times remind me to come back to unprecedented after this thought i would like okay. to talk about that but anyway i feel like when you see this news it's kind of like you know brings a little bit of happiness and like wow like you know that would actually be really cool outside of a a trip to uh, Washington early season, which would have been a cool uh, game had things been normal. I think we kind of counted that out months ago. It seemed like just assuming. Like, yeah, that that was that was a uh, long gone. I think. Yeah, traveling traveling that far that early, um, that close to when the pandemic started, it just kind of felt like we were going to lose that. But I think overall, beyond being a Michigan fan, I'm a big fan in general of just the Big Ten and the teams and the, and the competitions that get put on through the conference season. I think doing nine, ten games, even if it ends up being only a handful of games, I mean, there are a lot of awesome Big Ten matchups year in and year out, uh, especially that Michigan side of the division with Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. I mean, you've got great competition, 
great mashups. Um, and so I think it's season with just Big Ten play would honestly be awesome. But it's also weird because just a day before, um, again, this, this is a, a Thursday night, the Ivy League ruled out playing all sports for the fall. And so this is a very different announcement uh, compared to the Ivy League. Obviously, if you compare the Big Ten to the Ivy League, especially with football, I mean, billions of dollars in comparison. And so it's a little bit of a different situation financially. Um, but, you know, having that news yesterday, this news today, and who knows what news we're going to get moving forward, you kind of are still uncertain on how to feel. But overall, I mean, hey, I'll take I'll take great news, and it gives us something fun and, and hopefully positive to talk about. So the Big Ten said it uh, will release schedules later, so we don't have those. Uh, but But you wanted to say something about unprecedented. How do you feel about the word unprecedented? Oh, boy. Um, is it being overused, and is that why I've lost my liking for the word? Because what I will say and what I wanted to say is before this you know, pandemic, I thought unprecedented was probably one of my favorite words to use, not really on the podcast, just in conversation. And I, I think it's been ruined for me. And I just elite is our favorite word on the podcast. Yes, elite. And I, and I haven't seen that used during this pandemic, which, you know, good, because I don't want that word ruined. It's our favorite, especially your favorite. Yeah. Um, I think unprecedented is probably overused, but that doesn't mean it's not an accurate description, because even if you want to go back to, like, the world wars or uh, the the flu pandemic in, in the early 20th century, you could go back and be like, well, you know, this kind of disruption has happened before. But I think it loses its meaning when you're talking about, you know, decades and decades ago. So I'm okay with people saying this is unprecedented. Maybe we say it too much and it, it just becomes overbearing. And, and maybe that means it kind of loses its, loses, uh, its luster or an impact. But I don't think it's wrong to say unprecedented. You know, the, the reason I asked is because I wanted to show off how versatile you were on the podcast beyond well, Michigan football. Okay, yeah, one, congratulations. And two, thank you. I think it falls right in line with kind of our beef with the word elite back in the day. And it was mostly your beef. Just didn't really love yeah. the word elite. We felt like we were using it a lot in titles and then podcasts. So I think that's kind of where I feel with unprecedented. But, you know, if you happen to use it for the title uh, or in the bio, whatever, go ahead. I probably will use it a few times, actually. And my issue with Elite wasn't so much that that we were saying it or using it. It was that, especially when people talk about recruits, they just say Elite because, like, somebody is good. It it just became a stand-in for above average, it seemed like. Though this person has Elite hands, Elite feet, Elite footwork. Like, come on, people. Surely we can come up with a better, more accurate description than Elite. Because if you know if everyone's special, nobody's special. If everybody's elite, nobody's elite. That was my beef. Sorry. And and still a take very relevant today. Yeah. Well, back to the schedule. I was okay. looking at you know some of the non-conference games, and we talked about Michigan at Washington. I think a couple of others just to mention them that were top games: Ohio State at Oregon, the mm-hmm. Iowa State Iowa rivalry, which yeah. was kind of like Michigan losing its Ohio State. Um, obviously a much smaller level, but that's probably the biggest game every year for both teams. Um, you had Miami at Michigan State, um, obviously another one of those games where you kind of looked like, hey, they're probably not going to travel all the way up for that. Um, 
Wisconsin Notre Dame, another one that I saw that I think would have been a really good game. And so to lose those games, I think yeah, it's I think again the Big Ten is is great. I think there's a lot of great matchups uh, and will be no matter what they do with the schedule if the season happens. But those are some pretty awesome non-conference games, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'm I'm a little curious why ESPN listed Appalachian State at Wisconsin as a what could have been game on September 19th. Oh, you didn't hear about that game? No. Oh, that was an upset waiting to happen. Oh, boy. And ESPN just knows it well ahead, and they knew that on September 19th they were hosting App State at Wisconsin, and App State was going to you know, pull a stunner. You said you hadn't heard or you didn't know about that game as though there was like some big news I actually missed. They I sold did. that pretty well. I did. Uh, ten, uh, so a possible 10-game conference schedule, which would obviously mean one additional conference game because Mich- or, or the Big Ten has been playing nine for the last few years. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I'm also happy I saw uh, the possibility of like the conference wanting to get division games out of the way early, just in case there's a disruption to the season. You can at least have played those games. Um, I think that's good in the big picture. It would obviously be really weird if like week three Michigan's playing Ohio State, uh, but at the same time, you know, I was thinking about it and it was like usually the regular season ends with Michigan taking this beating at Ohio state that sticks with you for almost a calendar year. Maybe this way, if that beating is, is just meant to be, then you get it out of the way early and you can have perhaps like a successful rest of the season and it doesn't sting as much. That's maybe like the brightest thing to come out of this reshuffling. I don't know, though. I, I think that'll just be a little weird if that's what end up, ends up happening. Yeah, I mean, it will definitely be weird. And I think, too, for me, I look at what that means if you do eliminate all those division games. I, I don't know if they still would plan to do the Big Ten Championship or right. what, what this would look like. But if you've eliminated them, teams are essentially, and, and again, assuming that that's all teams are playing for is a conference championship this year, say there's no national championship, no bowl games like we've talked about before. What does that mean then? Or if you're out of it because you've lost two out of the five or three out of the five, what's almost the point of playing the rest of those teams? Um, obviously, those those are still conference games that matter for the win and loss record in, in terms of being able to compete for the Big Ten championship. But what matters is taking care of your division. Uh, if you want to win the division to then ultimately play to win the conference. So it's, I think that is interesting. Again, I see the importance of shuffling those games because they are the most important of the season. It would absolutely be weird to see Ohio state that early. Uh, and for me, I wonder if, does that mean if say this, they pull this off and all this goes well, does that potentially mean Ohio state wouldn't be glued to the last game of the season? Or do you think they'd go back, you know, as fast as they could? I think it would have to go back. It would have to. I, I I can't see a situation where the Big Ten wants that or where uh, fans like it so much that the Big Ten feels like it has to respect our wishes. I, you know, th- This will be like a an unprecedented thing, and we will eventually go back to the way things were. No way this one sticks if it happens like that. So another question I had was surrounding other conferences. I've seen some things at Pac-12s to follow, um, ACCs to follow, obviously SEC 
I haven't seen anything, but likely all the conferences will try to do a similar model. SEC has been known to play less conference games. Right. Uh, what does a 10 game SEC <laughs> conference look like? And how much are, you know, fans going to hate that when they're used to not having to beat up on each other that much? I think it, because of what is happening, um, like potentially not having a college football playoff or even bowl games, you take it and you just kind of have fun with it for a season. You, you play those 10 games or whatever against each other and the SEC by, I mean, by, by most measures, including just, you know, us fans watching football is probably going to be the best conference in football again. Maybe not, uh, the you know maybe at the the bottom it'll fall off like it tends to do but but that would be so much fun to watch a 10 game sec schedule and when when you don't have to worry about or you potentially don't have to worry about the playoff or a bowl game uh so the the argument for keeping a fewer uh amount of conference games kind of goes away and so why not play 10 and, and just have fun with it and beat up on each other a little bit yeah I, I agree with you and i think one of the things that i think about when we talk about you know the 10 games or front loading the schedule to play the division games one of the things that i thought about right away was 10 games was actually a surprising number to me um i actually when i was thinking about this i don't even know a while ago just randomly was thinking what about a model of every other week um to you know give some time to technically even be able to, to self-quarantine uh, if, if guys yeah. need to. Um, what if you looked at a game every other weekend? Maybe that's what they're pursuing and the and the games go well beyond the normal um, timeline or maybe they you know, set it up so that every other weekend's a, a non-division game, but then the other ones could technically be cut out to allow for a break. I think t- either way, 10 games – was actually the most surprising part to me because it's really only a couple shy um, of what you're used to. And again, obviously this is for the regional benefit to not have to fly across the country, so on and so forth. But 10 games still seemed like a lot to me when announced. And I, and I was actually surprised it wasn't more along the lines of maybe eight, I guess it would be. A, yeah. Came to mind. yeah 10, 10 was definitely um, like that caught my attention when I read that. And I, I really like it too. I, it bakes in a few more buys if it, you know if you don't uh, like like front load the season or whatever, um, and and it it kind of okay. I, I'm not putting sentences together. I know because I'm I have like eight thoughts going on through my head. I first I wanted like a regional schedule, so like what baseball is doing. Uh, not necessarily playing like the Tigers aren't playing all AL central teams, but they're going to end up playing basically all AL and NL central teams. And so I thought there's a possibility that, that um, a team like Michigan then could play a regional schedule where um, you know, you got Western Michigan or Bowling Green. I mean, you got the Mac right there in big 10 country too, but I think this makes sense to do conference only and to add a, potentially add a game, which make clear that 10 is not set in stone. I don't believe it's just a possibility. Um, but I think the conference only thing makes sense because each conference then is, is kind of free to do
do its own thing and like implement its own safety protocols and whatnot. And you don't have to worry about cross-pollination. You don't have to worry about the Big Ten uh, having one set of standards and the Pac-12 having another and what happens when Michigan travels to Washington, you know, or Ohio State travels to Oregon. Uh, it, it just keeps it much simpler to kind of deal with your own conference. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, if this ends up being the result, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, and, and I, even though I was hoping for a regional schedule, I think in hindsight, that was probably not going to be a very smart thing to do. Yeah. And obviously the, the things you mentioned, about you know the cross pollination stuff like that is is probably I don't know cross pollination. No, I like I like the use of it's that weird. Works, that works okay. for me. That's the um, only word you come up with. I think people I think people get it. It's yeah maybe not the correct but it, it works for me and I will I will use it. I think that's exactly though why you're not going to see the regional thing. But I will say even just like growing up near the the central michigan university campus um to to see how much money they're going to lose because these schools when they travel to play big 10 and even beyond and other power five conferences collect quite a bit of money to play these games um and so the budget hits on that maybe potentially with a conference like the mac because of where it is in the big 10 you could get both of those conferences on exactly the same page obviously probably led by the big 10 in that situation um again you can't promise that some of the again cross-pollination type stuff want (laughs) to happen but i think it it does kind of stink to see some of these schools um like uh northern iowa too i saw a couple of iowa uh columnists talking about them and and the blow that they take and you know cmu playing a couple of big 10 conference games western usually plays in the big 10 conference um, at some point in the season. I think that's tough to see. But, yeah, I mean, the Big Ten, one, can do their own thing with safety precautions. They can do their own thing by celebrating a champion in a different way. Um, they obviously are a big name like the other Power Fives, and so they have something to play for. And so I think, again, that's the other reason you're not seeing regional because if you do throw in CMU and Western and Eastern, like what, what do those games mean? Um, especially if, even if you're Eastern Michigan traveling to the big house, like big environment to play in with no fans. I mean, it's not even as fun anymore. Um, and so these games too, I think that's the other thing I keep thinking about is like, it's still going to be 10 games of likely no fans at all. And it's just going to be like, shoot that third week of the season playing Ohio state in Columbus with no fans. Like, weird man it's, yeah. it's still weird no matter how you slice it but i am happy to see this announcement yeah i understand that people are upset that's like you know why can't wisconsin play notre dame they're two teams like right beside each other basically uh but it makes sense why the big 10 wouldn't want to do that and and actually speaking of notre dame they they might get the really short end of the stick here considering they're an independent team and have just like a five game i think deal with the acc It'd be interesting to see what happens to them a uh, couple minutes left, and I and I wanted to float this by you to see how you're feeling because I think at some point, like if if we keep having to make these accommodations, and the season becomes shorter, or you, you know we we just keep changing things, at what point do we not look at the end result as being legitimate? If you know we're just going through it to go through it, and it doesn't really matter. When does that happen? Boy. Or does it? 
I'm, I hope I I guess I'm gonna think it doesn't. I don't know. I'm torn. I guess I need to hear your thoughts. That's. Oh, I'm not sure about my thoughts. <laughs> that's for me. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, for me, I just think of this whole process from the from the moment things were canceled in the NCAA tournament. At, for me, at least at the time, was that the most important thing that was canceled? Obviously, the NBA made the first call, and there's a lot of NBA fans out there. But yeah, I honestly don't know that I have an answer because there's just so many unknowns and we honestly have no clue what any of this is going to look like if any of this even happens. So that's, yeah, that's one that you know, kind of made me lean back in my chair and ponder. Cause I'm, you know, t- if they play 10 games, let's say, or even if it's nine games conference only, and there's a conference championship that season obviously matters, even if that's where it ends. Yeah. If, if you get to the point where you're playing only division teams and the top two there go play in a conference championship, that season matters. Even if you get rid of the conference championship and you only play division games, Michigan, that means we'll play Michigan State and Ohio State. Those games really matter. Mm-hmm. So, like, you keep breaking it down and breaking it down, and it just seems like um, as long as your team is getting out there and, and playing and competing, it matters. And I know that might make me sound like a, a coach saying really cliche things. But I'm kind of anticipating that's how it'll feel. Like as long as they're out there and I can watch it on TV, it's going to matter. So I, I guess short answer is I don't think as long as there's a season, I don't think we can get to the point of breaking it down so small that it doesn't matter anymore. I think it'll, it'll always matter. Yeah, I'd say I'm most in line with that. Again, the only thing that I keep thinking about was what gets players up to play uh, mid to late season if all the important games are out of the way and you're eliminated from I guess something that matters you've lost a couple of rivals you don't have a chance to be a top two team I guess for me where I am stuck on is where the players are at because if there's still a risk and I, I'm guessing if there's any risk there's going to be no season at all but if there's still a thought of like hey is this the safest thing we could be doing but yet we see players out there on the fields like you have guys sit out for bowl games now all the time that don't in quotes matter, but they do matter to other players on the team. For a lot of those players, I'm sure they're let down when guys that are going to go probably make big contracts don't play because that's likely their last football game of their careers and they want to go out on a dub. So yeah, you can break it down at every angle and at some point to somebody, at least it's going to matter. So I'm with you and you can break it all the way down to if you only played Ohio state and Michigan state, Uh, whether you win or lose those games, those games matter. They would be talked about this season matters no matter what happens, even if it doesn't happen. So, yeah, I think where I'm at is just trying to be realistic with the human element of this. And there could very well be guys, even star players that say they're focused on uh, making the NFL may just choose to start setting out the entire season because what's the point of playing college football in a world where things are uncertain and unprecedented, our new favorite word, when (laughs) you could just, you know, stay at home, stay safe, and still get drafted and, and make millions to come. So, yeah, I think that's where I'm caught. But for me, is that if anything happens, I think it's all going to matter, if, and even if it doesn't, because that would obviously mean I mean, just a crazy wait until college football again. And I don't even like to think about that, but the reality no. is that's still um, largely likely the case unless things really start to improve. Yeah, something to ponder at home. Let us know what you think. Go ahead and uh, 
get us on Twitter at Wolverine Sounds or find us on Facebook at Wolverine Sounds. I think that's the first time in a while we've plugged social media. It's good to do that. So. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Does it matter even if they go out and play one game? My, my vote is uh, yes, it does. But until we come back here next time, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Ty underscore Fenwick. And you can follow Derek at Divine Identity. I'll say it again, newly engaged, feeling like a new man. I'm excited to – this is my first podcast as an engaged man. So You know what? Really, I, think, really stuff. I think it's time for the listeners to go to your Twitter handle, recently engaged, at Ty underscore Fenwick. Scroll until you see the engagement picture and hit that like button. Get those engagement numbers up. Get those numbers up. I've already liked it from all three accounts I manage. So, oof. Go ahead and Venmo me too if you want. I forget my Venmo, but it's pretty easy to find, I think. I'm t- I think it's Ty Dash Fenwick. Venmo might use dashes. I'm going to come back next episode to give you my Venmo. Please, please uh, send, me, send me cash for the honeymoon. I'd appreciate it. I got all right. you. All right. That'll be it. All right, go blue. Go blue.